Let's talk some Nike after the shares make new highs following a big rally post earnings, which is, of course, is already adding on to a huge extension of the run from this year. Let's bring in our guest. Mary Epner is joining co-founder at Reagent NYC and Sucharita Kodali is a VP and principal analyst at Forrester Research. Uh, welcome. I'm really excited because the stock has had a huge run, guys. Mary, I want to have you get us started here. When you look at the latest from Nike, I see tons of analysts just clamoring to up their price targets. What does everybody love about this so much? Well, really five things. When we evaluated how brands might perform when the pandemic started, we looked at several things. Number one, we wanted to see how they pivoted from store to online. Two, we wanted to see how they addressed their business by region and how they moved their inventories. It was supposed to go to freestanding stores. Where was it going? And then we wanted to see how and if they maximized their sales and marketing um, in the time of digital. And they it, really, if you had to look at any company and say that there's a how-to to get through a pandemic, which I'm sure has never been said in this in their history of retail, Nike really did everything as well as anybody could expect it. And so, you know, the inventories are in line. Digital is up over 80 percent. Um, they really managed it across all geographic locations. So the fact that they have China working for them, that's a big part of this, right? I mean, it's not just U.S. There's also some good exposure that they built out over there where the brand has really caught on. A absolutely. Um, China is one aspect of it. And if it were only China, you know, it'd be less of an interesting story. But yes, they've done a lot right there and their distribution is terrific. And the following is still tremendous. And they've rebounded in a lot of the retail markets much quicker than the U.S. has. So it's not just China. It's re really, as I looked at it, it was across all the key geographic locations. Mm. I want to bring Sucharita into this conversation, uh, joining us on the phone, Sucharita Kudali from Forrester. Uh, when you look at this, uh, Sucharita, there's so much fervor and excitement around the way this company has performed, to Mary's point, really a, a dynamic uh, stock during this quarantine. What are the risks? I mean, are there any problems here? Is there any fundamental issue? Is there any macro issue for Nike? Is there anything investors should be aware of? Or are they just buying with both hands at this point? Well, at this point, Nike has been doing really well. It's executed incredibly well. It has one of the most powerful brands in the world. And it has done something that even a lot of luxury companies um, have not been able to do, which is it has the great demand from influencers and fashionistas and um, those who drive a lot of the awareness and the, uh, the aspiration. But at the same time, it has this mass distribution. Um, on top of that, it also has um, just great product development. I mean, you may recall um, it was just even a few months ago that it had um, released the amazing shoe that was actually enabling marathon runners to have record time. So this is a company that, um, that executes incredibly well what it does. The only risk that I would say is that long term, there are questions around how large is, um, is their role in, uh, in apparel and footwear, because at the end of the day, that's the only thing they do. And um, for the company to truly, truly grow beyond where it is now, um, the question is, does it become a media company? Does it become um, mm. you know, a company that, uh, that, that, that shares its products in, in, other, in other domains? I think that's a pretty interesting point is, okay, well, what's kind of the next 
main uh, growth uh, in the agenda here, growth catalyst. Mary, to the point about uh, their performance during this period, revenue growth at 9% is very high for a lot of the retailers. Athleisure, the success story there too, though. Uh, is there a risk then as people you know, go back to normal that Nike has become this kind of like quarantine proxy stock? Well, I think that there are a couple of aspects to consider here. So close to the beginning of the pandemic, it was you know quickly learned, and we really learned through our AI data that loungewear was really trending and casual shoes. And so we were concerned that maybe um, Nike might be a little bit uh, tough because they're about performance shoes. They're about performance apparel. And the sports had been cut out or cut down significantly. And what was interesting is that they have really performed well um, and outperformed a lot of their competitors in loungewear, streetwear, and, the, and in casual shoes versus the performance. And so again, all of our AI data that we use uh, returned this, this information early and it has only continued and right now some of the biggest increases we're seeing in our AI data is that customers are buying more sweats, hoodies and mm -hmm. fashion items within the collection and it's good and then on top of it you've got a lot of outdoor sports um, really heightening in appeal including yeah. uh, cycling and so we ha we believe that Nike will be a real uh, winner yeah. in that as well. Ladies, thanks a lot. Really like the input here uh, to explain uh, how you. powerful this rally has been. Mary Epner and Sucharita Kodali, thank you very much for joining us. Mary from Reagent and Sucharita from Forrester. That's it for us here on The Watch.